All right, it's been kind of a quiet, chilly week in Las Vegas, but we've still got some news to talk about today. I'm here with producer Layla Mohammed. Hey. And host David Figler. Howdy-do. And today on CityCast Las Vegas, we are talking about pawn shops. We are talking about election deniers and the McRib and the Cronut coming to town. It's a Friday, October 28th, 2022. I'm Sonia Cho Swanson, and this is CityCast Las Vegas. So we're going to start off with some news that has a local kind of hook, but is a much bigger story, as you'll soon see. So a local pawn shop called Max Pawn is donating profits from Yeezys, which is the high-end, very expensive sneaker de- designed by Kanye. I believe the the sneaker will be sold at cost, and they are donating $10 from what they make off the sneaker to the Anti-Defamation League, which is an NGO whose mission is to stop the defamation of the Jewish people and to secure justice and fair treatment to all. If you haven't been following the news, then the quick summary is that Kanye West has been, over the last few weeks, I think it's fair to say, off the rails. Over the last few weeks? <laughs> uh, yeah, on Twitter. I know, and, I know. Uh, I was just Instagram. saying, I think maybe over the last few years, there's been a lot of stuff coming out of Yee's mouth. Yes, that's fair also, but has escalated. Sure. <laughs> has escalated over the last few weeks, and he's even gotten kicked off of social media. Um, he, at one point, he said, what was it that he would... He's going to go death calm three on the Jewish people, or on Jews, something like that. Which is, yeah, a, a terrifying statement to make. And so in response, brands left and right have been dropping Kanye's name, most notably Adidas, which was a huge multi-million dollar deal. Hundreds of millions involved, actually. Hundreds of millions. It's actually wild. His net worth has plummeted because of the loss of this deal. So, you know, obviously, Max Pond selling Yeezys at, a, at cost and donating $10 is, is a drop in the bucket, but it's a symbolic move. So I was curious... What you guys think, is this the move for all companies that profit in any way off of Ye's name? How do we feel about this move? Yeah, I think it's probably something that's long overdue. We all saw a few years ago when Kanye made some really harmful statements against the black community. He's kind of been doing this spiel, this like, I can say whatever I want spiel for a while now. I remember seeing him at Life is Beautiful in like 2014 and half of his set was just him ranting about the media and his opinion and how he can't say anything. So I think he's been needing some professional help for a while now that he's probably not getting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's just going off the rails saying whatever he wants. And I think it's long overdue. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you finish, Layla. But I think this goes back to the Taylor Swift incident. Oh, yeah. Did anyone see what I just did there? Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, David, I, I appreciate I appreciate the interruption for that. Did you want to finish your thought, though, Layla? Um, I think, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think, that's, I think that's a good... Like, I think that shows how long Kanye West has been doing this, though, since, right. like David said, since the Taylor Swift incident, he's kind of made an ass of himself in this way of just, I can say whatever I want and no one's going to give me any consequences. And I'm glad now that he's finally seeing consequences. So just to 
clarify for the audience, it was uh, the VMAs in 2009. Kanye West infamously interrupted Swift's acceptance speech to say that Beyonce should have won. Mm-hmm. And, and did it the same way I just did. Yeah. So, okay. Complicated issue. So the clearly bizarro remarks about the Jewish community controlling everything. Ugh, that trope. Um, and, you know, the death con uh, for whatever he was saying there comes right off the heels of him very ostentatiously wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. And then that comes off of a couple of years ago where he was making comments about Harriet Tubman not being worth being on on American currency and that slavery must have been a choice. And, you know, just all the kind of ramblings that come from an extraordinarily creative and possibly troubled mind. And, Mm -hmm. And so it kind of begs the question when somebody pushes the envelope of what we all have come to call hate speech too far, but that person's also a moneymaker. And it's it's interesting that we're talking about in the context of Las Vegas as we discuss pawn shops. Well, you could argue with a pawn shop, they're not sending money directly to Kanye West. I mean, these are secondhand items, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think that the owner of that particular pawn shop, whose mother was a Holocaust survivor, uh, mm. and whose family has been very active in the Jewish community uh, here in Las Vegas, felt that, you know, he needed to make a, a certain stand. I, I mean, I think in one interview, he likened having um, Yeezy products in his shop like having a swastika on the wall, which he would obviously never do. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it is a complicated move for any company. I think boycotting or removing product or something like that, it always has its complications, especially in a capitalist system. My biggest fear, of course, is that it all sort of feeds into what people call this cancel culture thing, which I also yeah. think is problematic uh, assignment or label. Agreed. I, I don't think Yeezy's being canceled. I, I think he's all, he has his outlets, he has his, his platforms, he has his money. And I, I certainly don't think that a pawn shop locally selling to the public, his shoes for what they paid for them and then giving some money to the ADL is going to change anything. I'm curious, yeah. though, if it makes any other companies that right. have any connection to Kanye West make some similar action, or if they don't and they're known, mm-hmm. if that will be a blowback. I mean, Layla, do you think there's other Kanye West connectors in our city? In our city... Well, that would be interesting to see. I know there's been rumors about him being on headlines for festivals, whether or not he'll be on the headline for next year's Life is Beautiful that he's been to before, if he's going to perform in Vegas at all. But I think um, along the lines of are any other companies breaking their ties from Kanye, definitely more than just Adidas. Uh, More companies than just Adidas have broken their ties from Kanye West. He's even had a documentary shelved since he's made his comments about the Jewish community. Mm. I I will just add this as as a a Jewish person. The climate in the country and even in our community has definitely taken a nasty, nasty, scary turn. I mean, you don't have to look much further back than the mass shooting in 2018 at the Tree of Life Synagogue in, in Pittsburgh, which is, you know, like basically on its fourth anniversary this month and all the fallout that came from that. And there have been lots of stories locally of synagogues being defaced and filled with graffiti, hateful words. 
There are security now that has to be at religious ceremonies and services at synagogues just because of that tension. And, you know, anyone who feeds into it in any way, it, it might be a publicity stunt, it might be a joke, it might be a product of mental illness, whatever it is, it has an impact. And yeah. and I think that, you know, it, it can't not be commented on. And so it's interesting that this, you know, local businesses kind of put their voice in. I'm glad you brought up the mental illness piece because, I mean, obviously we're not in charge of diagnosing Ye, but it's clear, I think, when you see his long rambling interviews that something is wrong, right? Something is wrong. But I don't think that's an excuse for the things he's saying. And especially, I don't think that's an excuse for the people who are profiting off of his diatribes and who are spreading that message and uh, making it more prominent. So I think there's a a double layer of culpability here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think what makes this more complicated is is Kanye West's platform. Like he's one of arguably one of the most popular, one of the most famous people in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, He has given music to a generation that has shaped them and inspired them. But like you said, I don't think that should be an excuse for what he's been saying for the past few years and kind of the abuse that he's been putting online for a while now. Yeah. All right. So Max Pond, drop in the bucket compared to the Adidas deal, but a symbolic gesture nonetheless. All right. Let's go into the next topic. So... We have yet more election denialism in the news. Oh, <laughs> yet I didn't more. Think we had enough, but yes. uh, there's always room for more. You know, always room for yes. more. Layla, tell us what's going on in Nevada. So, election clerks in Clark and Washoe County, which are Nevada's two most populated counties, are getting flooded with record requests seeking evidence of fraud and demanding confidential information on voters and poll workers. The Nevada Current reports that this is something that Trump supporters are doing in multiple states to attack our election integrity and try to break down the system and make it seem more chaotic than it might be. Hmm. Joseph Gloria, who's Clark County's top election official, said that there's a lot of work that goes into preparing for voting and that in his 30 years, he's never seen this many records requests. One record request comes from the Republican National Committee, and they're asking for full names, titles, and party affiliations of poll workers. Clark County has rejected that request. And now they're facing a lawsuit from the RNC. And I'm wondering, David, what will this lawsuit kind of look like? And what is at risk for Clark County in this? Oh, so Nevada, and that includes us here in Clark County, has very, very robust public records laws. So a lot of people are familiar with FOIA or the Freedom of Information Act. Nevada has its own public records law that's even broader. If anyone requests records from anyone, requests records from a public entity, that public entity only has five days to make a response, to either give it to them or say why they're not giving it to them um, or kind of work out the details of it. 
I could talk about the public records law for a really long time. Do they have to turn over poll workers' private information like that? Right. So that's the question. So what I was going to say is that, you know, there has been court cases and and lots of very high-profile litigation in the last couple of years, including the firm that I'm affiliated with, winning against public entities for not turning over public records that they claimed were confidential, uh, at least initially, and then having to pay tons and tons of fees and fines and stuff like that. So, so there is always that possibility that a court will sort that all out in favor of the person requesting. And in fact, the burden is always on the government entity to show that the documents at issue are, are confidential. Now, names of people, their addresses, their phone numbers, that's typically confidential information. So, you know, I would hope that despite the fact that it appears that this is part of a national harassment campaign to introduce agents of chaos into the system, that the government entities are denying them based on firm reasoning that isn't going to turn into these giant court battles, et cetera. But, you know, it seems like these folks who are seeking this type of information are well-funded. They seem to be organized. This seems to be a concerted effort uh, across the country. And so it can really cause some some heavy weights and burdens on our, our community just because they're doing it for whatever reason they're doing it. But I will say that, you know, there is a general policy and for good cause in Nevada that if a record is public, it should be disclosed, that we should have full transparency, that that is a cornerstone to foster democratic principles. We provide members of the public with prompt access to public records. So are they trying to exploit a cornerstone of democracy for bad ends? I guess people can draw their own conclusions on that. It doesn't seem to be, from where I'm sitting, a particularly legitimate request. And it does seem to be part of this whole big lie, election denying game book, which I think is not good in the end for democracy. But that's just one, you know, voter out there, one voter, voter lawyer's opinion. <laughs> hmm. I just want to uh, share a little quote that I just found. So a recent survey of election workers from the Brennan Center for Justice found that one out of every six local officials they interviewed had been threatened because of their job. It's horrible. Wow. It's kind of a scary time for a lot of folks. I, I hope it doesn't discourage people from either voting or for, you know, working at those polls and doing the work of democracy. Right. Yeah, that's something that the article from The Current goes over is that it's they're having trouble keeping on staff and election workers and poll workers because of this fear. And after two or three days some new hires are getting overwhelmed and intimidated and their office is getting overwhelmed by these record re records requests during an election. So I definitely think it is a targeted effort to try to break down the system and sow doubt in the election process. Right, yeah, right. I mean, it could be a distraction tactic as opposed to actually desiring that information for good cause. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or bad cause. Or, or bad cause. Well, in happier news, thank depending you, on Sonia. <laughs> ready for happier news. One, two hit of tough and tough. Let's go happy. Scott Dickensheets, our lovely newsletter editor, recently brought to our attention that the esteemed McRib is returning to McDonald's menus around the country, including Las Vegas. 
for a short time only before it goes away forever. Wait, I thought you were going to say good news. <laughs> Next. Um, yeah. So I have a confession. I have never tried a McRib. Has anyone here tried a McRib before? Oh, I've seen it. I've seen them up close and personal. That was enough for me. Okay. Uh, not interested. Yeah, I think this is a rough group. I don't. I've haven't tried a McRib before. Um, I've heard friends say great things about it. It just doesn't seem like my kind of food. Okay. Now I don't keep kosher, but actually being in the presence of a McRib has perhaps persuaded me that maybe I should. <laughs> The video that was circulating of the McDonald's worker showing how it's made. Oh, yeah. yeah. It didn't look the most appetizing, but arguably it's not something that's like, it's not the worst thing we've seen out of a fast food kitchen. Oh, that's exactly that's my point. I don't think we should see how most of the things that come out of fast food kitchens are made. It would probably dissuade us and maybe some advocates out there against the fast food industry hope more of those videos come out i mean do you guys remember the pink slime from years back oh yeah oh. horrifying chills chills all right scott we love you but we're so sorry our verdict on the mcrib is that it's not the worst thing to come out of fast food and that's where we're keeping it we might or might not try it <laughs> yeah team team lunch you guys mcrib when the mcrib is back maybe yeah, no. I do like how Las Vegas, though, gets so many things. There was a time when there would be all these like cool new things and you'd have to go to other places. But Vegas has become that city now. So we're we're in the midst of the, the food right. revolution all the way from hey. from McRib to Martha Stewart. Oh, there we go. See? I love it. I'm in the literature. Bring it home. <laughs> nice. Uh, so if any of our intrepid listeners are excited about getting a McRib, you can do that starting October 31st. <gasps> That's a special day in Nevada, too. It is. Oh, do you think they timed it just for us? Mm, maybe. So, as I think most people know, it is the real Nevada Day. Not necessarily hey. Nevada Day Observed. Yeah, Nevada Day Observed this year is today, October 28th. Oh, happy Nevada Day Observed, everybody. <laughs> right. Happy Nevada oh, Day yeah, Observed. That. As a longtime Las Vegan Nevadan... Um, I, I've never bought off. I understand why they did it, but like most of my yeah. fellow longtime Las Vegans, we hate it. Yeah. Did you guys get Nevada Day off in high school? I feel like we did. I feel like I remember getting Nevada Day off in high school. I think I did. High schools this year, or at least I know a middle school this year, um, is getting off. I remember getting off Nevada Day, but yeah. I, you know, I, I've blotted out a lot of stuff from my childhood in Las Vegas. But I do, Nevada Day is a special day for me. Uh, it, it is my anniversary. Oh. Um, yeah. Happy and anniversary. So, yeah, what we tend to do on Nevada Day when we can, or, or at least Nevada Day weekend, is we like to travel different little rural parts of, of the state and see how they celebrate oh. Nevada Day. And we've done that quite a few times. For people who don't know what Nevada Day is, it's the day that we were admitted into the Union in 1864 as a free state hey. during the middle of the Civil War. That's right. So yay, yay our beginnings are, are for good. That's right. Where we went from there, that's, that's still a matter of debate. But we started <laughs> as a good thing. It's a work in progress. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, the last piece of food news I wanted to share is that if you're not excited about the McRib coming to town, you can maybe get excited about the Cronut coming to town. Dominique Ansel, who invented the Cronut, has opened his Las Vegas bakery last week. The Cronut is, as you can tell, a mashup of a, a croissant and a, a donut, which I will confess I've had one. They're actually delicious. As much as I hate to say that an Instagram famous pastry is 
is amazing. It is actually amazing. So um, sorry, McRib. I'm excited for the Cronut. Yes. I I also second you there. I'm very excited for the Cronut, taking my two favorite things, donut and croissants, and putting them together. How can that not be amazing? Right. It's at Caesar's Palace. And I'm just going to say Oh, joy, another celebrity chef who's not going to be in there every day, not making the things that they're famous for. Right. And a big old line out the door. Uh, This is a Figler pass. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But if you do want to go get a a cronut, they have a different flavor each month. The flavor for October and November are things that I can't pronounce, but it looks like cherry and caramel. Ooh. Figler, what if we brought you a cronut? What it, would that convince you? Oh, I'll eat your damn cronut. Okay. I've I've had a cronut, not the official, you know, fancy that guy cronut, but they're fine. I like okay. pastries. I like sweet treats. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, let's wrap up the roundup with some very important news. I need to know what each of you is dressing up as for Halloween. So every year I terribly have all of these great ideas and then leave it to the last minute. So I'm going as something easy, YB from Coraline, oh, who is nice. um, kind of like her sidekick friend. And all I have to do is like wear a trench coat and I'm going to carry around my cat. Nice. What about you, David? Bottom line, not dressing up. Uh, probably just traveling around the state. Are you passing out candy? Oh, we pass out candy, sure. Okay. And it's better nice. when when I when I it, when I first moved into my house, I was a bachelor. I was that weird childless bachelor, and nobody came to my house for candy. <laughs> and I always used to have so much candy, and then I would just wind up eating it myself, like a loser. <laughs> but you know, since my house is a little brighter and cheerier, uh, the kids do come, and we like we like giving out the candy. And I love looking at the 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 smaller the kid. The bigger the costume, the greater the yes. joy. <laughs> yes. And the more candy we give them. So I'm not mm-hmm. totally, you know, anti-Halloween. I just don't dress up. Okay, that's fair. What about you, Sonia? What's your Halloween plan? Yeah, what are you dressing? So we're doing the whole, like, the bear family. So we got a little panda bear costume for our dog, Harper, which, you know, the walking costumes yes. where it looks like Those she's are walking. so good. They're hilarious. I'll send you guys a video. It's hilarious. And then we got, like, little bear hats for us and then a little teddy bear hat for our cat who hates it it is so funny to see him glare at us wearing this like teddy bear hat it's hilarious so i'll send you pics of that too so cute bonus it's warm they're like warm little fuzzy bear hats so i'm all for functional halloween costumes exactly have you seen the little dogs in the spider costumes oh my god yes those are so funny it's the best when they run yeah Yeah. and people (laughs) run run away yes yeah exactly well this was a lot of fun Thank you all for um, this wonderful roundup and happy Halloween slash happy Nevada Day. Yes, happy Nevada Day. Happy, happy Halloween slash Nevada Day. Observed y'all today. That is all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. Our lead producer is me, Sonia Cho Swanson, and our producer is Layla Mohammed. Our newsletter editor is Scott Dickensheets, and our hosts are David Figler and Vogue Robinson. Music is by OG Moose and All the Kimonos. We record this show on the traditional homelands of the Nuuvi, the Southern Paiute people. If you enjoyed the show, I know you did, Go tell a friend, then rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back Monday morning with more news from around the city. Take care.
as the as the weather gets colder here, like every it seems like everyone's fighting off colds. Yeah, I know. My, my tires falsely tell me that they don't have the proper yes inflation tire pressure season. Tire pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's always a lie. 